an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Welcome back to more to it. The show that takes a deep dive into the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Start with headline news and then journey to deeper conversations. Always finding those life lessons that are presented in every single story. I'm your host, Marcel Swally. That dude. Yep, I'm feeling like I'm looking. Either this shirt is hella baggy or your boy getting small up and chill right now, boy. Man, I'm trying my damnness to eat right, do right, and it ain't going right. But, uh... I put on a big shirt just to throw you guys off right now. How you guys doing out there? I can't hear you. Ha! It's all love, man. Thank you guys for the support. Brinks, Rage, iHeart, ah, Wallace World, YouTube, and today is Friday Swag Away. This book is on its way. Who? I will not say until the end of the show, right? I'm going to wait for whoever's going to win that Friday Swag Away. Oh, man. Well, you know how we start off every show with what's up with that dude? Well, yesterday after the show, I went to my spot that none of you guys know about because none of you guys are ever there. And I love it. Went to my spot with my daughter. We had a meeting with a marketing and branding consultant. Uh, That was a really good meeting because it was a really good dude who does great work. So trying to implement him into the enterprise, especially with the foundation. He's great at messaging. So look forward to working with him going forward. Other than that, came to the crib, kicked it with the itty bitties a little bit. Then we went to our hole in the wall sushi spot. Now, why do we call it a hole in the wall? Because it's really a hole in the wall. I think somebody shot the place up before. <laughs> like, like, dang, how to survive in South Central out here? What the hell is this? Nah, no lie. You walk into the spot, it's really good. All right. And they have an A on the front report card, all that. But it is fishy. Like, you walk in and you're like, come on, dog. Like, oh, it stank, stank up in there. But it's good, good, too. So my daughter and my wife... And I went out for sushi. Real quick trip, too. Down the street, one hour back and forth. We came back so fast that MJ was like, dang, Daddy, you guys weren't going that long. And I was like, oh, no, we ain't always going to leave you abandoned. And then I woke up this morning and I had a great call with an executive from GoFundMe. 
And GoFundMe, I can't lie, I haven't used it that much. Um, I've, I've went on the page and donated a couple times, but I've never really like dove deep into it. I remember when J.J. Watt raised like 40-some million dollars for relief efforts. Um, obviously, DeMar Hamlin, I saw that as well, but I never knew the depths of it. But they reached out to me because I've done some community work before that they were in support of. So it's kind of like, hey, you doing this over here and we doing this over here. Let's do it together. So diving into that, man. Look forward to telling you guys more. All right. Speaking of talking about more, let's talk about somebody I know who is speaking a lot more on his former employer. That is Dan Lebatar saying that most four letter shows are infomercials argues that young people are empirically less interested in sports. And those four letters are ESPN. Let's talk about it because he's uniquely equipped to speak on the precipitous decline, as some are saying, of ESPN, admitting that even the shows he worked on were little more than time killers. Low wattage placeholders meant to shepherd the network between broadcasts of live sporting events. Didn't I tell y'all that? That's what it is. And I hope y'all don't feel bad. I hope y'all don't look at it any different way. And this is not to belittle it. But what we really were doing and what Dan Lebertard is talking about is we know y'all gonna watch on Sunday. Y'all watching Countdown and whatever it is. We know you're gonna watch them games. Now, how in the hell we gonna keep them going till the game comes? You know, we gotta make up something. Not, not, not make up like we gonna lie about it, but we gotta get some storylines going. So we gotta make some things happen. Let you know that those athletes, those players are actually people that have lives, that have Instagrams, and we can talk about all that, right? So we just make that happen. That gumbo occurs. So he talked about highly questionable was just an infomercial that could have been any show in the world from 4.30 to 5. I disagree with him there, but I hear what he's saying. They could have chosen any show in the world and it would have been an infomercial that just got you to the next games. That's what most of the programming on ESPN is. They got too many hours to fill for much of it to be good. It's too much landscape. Looked like he took a shot at his own show, like it all can't be good. And then he said, anybody could have done what we did, so was our show any good? I like Highly Questionable. Can't lie, though. It was a hard pill to swallow in the beginning because I just didn't get the dynamic because they were going back to like, it felt like one of those 80 sitcoms where the style and the, the dry humor and how they were swiping out and just how they filmed it. I was like, this, what is this? And then Poppy took over. I remember when Poppy took over, I was like, oh, this show is hilarious. So what he's really saying isn't criticism of ESPN, y'all or any of the other entities out there. It's just a reality that the business has stretched entirely too thin, they say. So in short, ESPN and other outlets have decided that quality doesn't matter, placing a higher premium on rights and fees and ad revenue than the product itself. Y'all see that, right? Like, we just gotta get you to that live event, then all that big money comes in, and then everything else, eh, do you really care? We don't either. All right, so the model doesn't account for recent trends, core cutting, all right? That's what Levitar was talking about, lack of enthusiasm for sports. Y'all got that? I know these youngsters don't care about sports like we used to. Now, it's weird, the ones who are playing do, and their parents do, because they see them as lotto tickets, but just in general, man, I got some nephews and some little cousins just gaming, just gaming. They, what? Play where? Basketball. 
And they, first of all, they don't even give you eye contact. Basketball where? What? And I'm like, damn, dog, what you going to do? He's like, I'm doing what I'm going to do. And he's right about that. It's a whole different world. So the younger demographics, especially those millennials and Gen Zers, increasingly gravitating towards viral content. Number of different factors, as Levitar talked about right here. So beyond streaming and people living off the grid and getting away from cable television because they just don't want to pay for it, y'all, 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 right? Free YouTube right here. It's your boy. Empirically, young people are less interested in sports. So the networks and leagues are trying to make product more palatable and interesting to the younger demo. Good luck with that. So traditional pundits no longer carry the same weight, you know. Oh, man, up there in the suit arguing and yelling. Yeah, I right, dog. Nobody trying to hear all that, right? You hear that backlash sometimes. While the content creators, Jake Paul, Dave Portnoy, etc., YouTube sensation, left and right, they got these huge online followings. So the loss of younger viewers is far from the only issue plaguing sports media, they say. It's a valid concern and probably one that isn't getting enough attention. Well, on this show, it's getting attention. Why? Because um, some are saying that I'm right now. Look, we're in the dog days of sports. So my niche right now is talking about the inside of sports and sports media, right? I'm taking you behind the curtain. I'm telling you what these guys really are going through. Not talking about them, but what they're going through. Unless y'all want to talk Wimbledon, and I watch it, but I know y'all want to hear me talk about me watching it. Or badminton. I love me some badminton. Y'all ain't watching that either. So right now, I'm just going to keep that curtain rising and keep peeling back the layers so you guys can know what you're truly consuming. So I referenced all this before. I'm glad Levitard is in agreement with me, even though we didn't discuss this. And um, can you... Think of anything that TV, ESPN can do to attract the younger demo, the younger audiences. Or do you think YouTube and creators are going to win over the guys who are sitting behind the desk? Let's talk through that in the comments. Bang, bang, bang. Let it go. Let it go. Y'all see that heart. Y'all see that love for y'all. Brings TV, reads TV, I heart. Wildest World YouTube members. Somebody getting this today. Never shut up. Marcellus Wally is on its way. All right, but now let's talk about Victor Wimbayama and Britney Spears and the security incident. I saw this headline, wasn't too interested in it, but then I started to read and then I started to go back and recall some of my experiences. Oh, we're going to talk through this one. So Britney gets smacked by Victor's security detail and Britney Spears calls for a public apology from Victor Wimbayama. Okay, so what did the security guard say to Britney Spears? I don't know, Dave Chappelle. What did he say? Slap! <laughs> I love this story. It's hilarious. That was you get. Let me talk to why this is what you get. Okay, so a member of Victor's security detail reportedly smacked the 41-year-old pop star after she asked the number one overall draft pick for the Spurs for a picture in Las Vegas at Catch Restaurant in the Ario Hotel. Who ain't been there? Exactly, right? We've been there before. I mean, the hotel and catch. I ain't talking about in this position. So Spurs rookie Victor Wambayama said that he believes Britney Spears grabbed him from behind. He said he wasn't told that Spears was the person who grabbed him until hours later. Quote, when I got back to the hotel, I didn't forget about this, but I thought it was no big deal. And then I was told that was Britney Spears. <gasps> oh my God, Britney. At first I was like, no, you're joking. But yeah, turns out it was Britney Spears. I never saw her face. Oh man, so Spears noticed 
when Bayama and tapped him on the shoulder in the effort to get his attention for a photo and that she wound up being struck smack in the face and having her glasses knocked off. Now that's not funny, but also Britney Spears, what is she probably? Five, five max, maybe five, three or something like that. She got up there to tap this dude on the shoulder. Like, oh, yeah, with the heels, she's five, eight. Okay. So she tapped Victor seven foot four. Let's just say you may have came a little short of the shoulder. I don't know where you actually tapped him, but this is getting real now. Y'all Las Vegas police department has launched a criminal investigation into the incident. Damn. And Spears filed a police report for battery after a alleged slap. Damn. That man may go to jail before he even play a game in the NBA. Not him. Somebody in his detail. So Spears addressed the incident. She said traumatic experiences are not new to me and I've had my fair share of them. I was not prepared for what happened to me last night. I recognized an athlete in my hotel lobby as I was heading to dinner. I later went to a restaurant at a different hotel and saw him again. I decided to approach him and congratulate him on his success. It was really loud. So I tapped him on the shoulder to get his attention. So far, I'm with you, Brittany. His security's in backhanded me slap in the face without looking back in front of a crowd. <gasps> oh, the crowd matters. Like that hit could have been anywhere. You talking about the crowd. Stop it. All right. So nearly knocking me down and causing my glasses to fall off my face. No Gucci. So I get swarmed by people all the time. In fact, that night I was swarmed by a group of at least 20 fans. My security team didn't hit any of them. Shoot. So she called the moment super embarrassing, but added that she wanted to share the story in order to urge people in the public eye to set an example and treat all people with respect. Spears continued that she has not received a public apology from Wimbayama and the security staff or the Spurs organization following the alleged incident, but is hoping that one will come. Y'all better not, y'all better not apologize to Britney Spears about this. Let me tell you why. And let's first choke out her argument with her own words. Okay, she says she wants to urge people in the public eye to set an example and treat all people with respect. Well, you may not think that it's disrespectful to touch Victor Wambayama, but the law does. Let me read to you guys what the law says about what Britney Spears did. And Britney, I'm not that innocent. That is you right there. Thank you, Courtney, for knowing that song. All right, so battery is considered an illegal touching of another. The touching is harmful or offensive. So far, she good and done. Here we go. Without justification and and Brittany, you about to go to jail without the consent of the person touched. Huh? A battery often accompanies an assault. Now we ain't going that far, God dang. But Brittany, you better drop these charges. You better not file that report. You started this and you know why you started this. I know why you started this without even knowing you without even being there. You're entitled and it's okay because this is what happens when you're a celebrity, especially Britney Spears. Everywhere you go, you think that everybody knows you and you think it's all good no matter what you do, right? So you're walking and you're like, oh, that's Victor Wimbayama or the big dude who just got drafted, whatever it may be, right? 
keep on going. I'm Britney Spears. He ain't come speak to me. I ain't gonna speak to him. Then you go somewhere else and you see like, damn, everybody around that dude, that's him again. Okay, let me get to him. Now you get to him from the scrum of people around him probably. He got security with him so you can't directly go to him. Hey, Victor, and you say it in that spirit, and I've been here before, when you see somebody else that's famous and you know him, but you like everybody else in the way, hey, Victor, kind of like, dog, just turn around, it's going to be all good as soon as you see his Britney Spears. Victor, Victor can't hear you because everybody else saying, Victor, Victor. So Britney decides to insert herself and commit battery and touch the dude. Now, there is someone who is getting paid a lot of money to make sure what? Nobody touches Victor one by <laughs> Nobody, including you, Brittany. But you didn't even think about that. You ran past that stop sign. Why? You're Britney Spears. You better recognize. And boy, wop, wop, wop. It's crazy. You know what happens? This reminds me of Clipper Darrell's situation. Remember when Clipper Darrell got knocked out by a security guard, which was not funny. Security guard did way too much. But. Clifford Darrell was walking around like I am Clifford Darrell. Dude told him you can't go this way. That's what it looked like on video. Come on, man. It's Clifford Darrell. And whenever you see somebody who is in the public light do one of these, come on. They, they basically like, are you serious? You don't know who I am? I can't get by? You hear it all the time when guys get pulled over. Well, I'm going to give you a ticket, sir. Man, do you know who I am? He like, yeah, the guy who's about to sign this ticket. Damn it, I don't give a damn who you are, fool. I got to get paid. This is my life. So, Brittany, as much as I respect your music and respect your career, I don't respect your actions in this one. So, case dismissed. And I hope you dismiss your case because you're going to lose it. So, do y'all think that my man, Victor, should apologize to Britney Spears? And should the security have hit Britney Spears? Probably one of those... Stay back, not those punches like that, right? And could this been handled any better? Yeah, Brittany, you shouldn't have touched his ass. That's all I got to say. In lane one from USA, Marcellus Wiley. I used to do that. I, oh, I used to smoke these fools out here in track and field. Yes, I did. Oh, man. Thanks for the love, y'all. Brinks TV, reach our heart. Wiley's World and YouTube. Well, we're going to have a winner, and I know his name. I should say it right now. Yes, but I ain't. But I am going to say Skip Bayless's name and tell you guys the real reason why Skip Bayless is undisputed, taking two months off. All right, so he explained why his morning show will go dark for more than two months before returning on August 28th. Now, I'll remind you guys, I told you it was supposed to come back July 3rd. Lil Birdie told me that. Now it's August 28th. Hmm. When I first heard that, I was like, damn, something went wrong. But you know, I ain't all up in their business, but some people are, and now they're reporting on it. So Skip Bayless even made mention of it, saying, quote, LeBron isn't the only one in the lab this summer. Can't wait to unveil Undisputed just in time for football season. <laughs> now, what they said about that was like many of Bayless's statements, it's not accurate. Sources tell front office sports. Oh, I like front office sports. They talk a lot of good stuff. They know what they're talking about, too. So instead, the risky, and it is risky, two-month layoff was driven by Bayless and FS1's management inability to find a replacement for Shannon Sharp. 
makes sense because the executive that I talked to was like July 3rd dog. Here we go. We're going to do the carousel thing. We got it. And now August 28th. Let me tell you in the business, the summer months don't count as much. That's in part because there's no basketball. There's no football and they ain't going to just talk about the hot dog eating contest and expect the rate. So most executives and networks, they don't even really care about the summer. Plus y'all traveling, y'all getting around town, y'all out at the beach and not watching TV as much. So the summer doesn't matter as much, except in the summer, football does start, right? When does football start? Last week of July, you got training camps. August, we start, you know, they go to Canton and they have the Hall of Fame game. You missing real football? Now, I'm not talking about regular season football. I'm talking about real NFL football, which still rates. Uh, that shows you this is a real situation, a real problem. So not many on-air talents want to take the hot seat. Opposite Skip Bayless, who has the final say on everything internally at Undisputed. So any sharp successors must walk into Fox's L.A. studio, which is real, knowing they will not be his equal either in salary or the show's direction. Basically, to some degree, tuck your tail. Just telling you the real. So 71-year-old Skip doesn't want to work with anybody, supposedly, except Stephen A. Smith. Well, let's just say he busy. Let's just say he got one job, two job, three job, man. He got more job than enough, so he's not going to Fox right now. So Skip is like, all right, what am I going to do? The result has been a gridlock on Sharp's replacement. Shannon's exit moved way faster than they expected. So they had no choice but to go on hiatus, said a source. Skip has never done anything like this during all his years at FS1 or ESPN. Missed this much time. Not being on the air during all these NBA moves is killing him. And facts. I know for damn sure somebody who likes to work, Skip get up at two in the morning and get on the treadmill, y'all. This sucker here about that life. And he can't work right now? Ooh, this is a problem. So Bayless and FS1 could also be scrapping the mono e mono style of the show and having rotating guests like I reported, like first take. And here's another quote. Trust me, it is going to be something. I divulged some details, but I've been told I have to be tighter lipped than Bill Belichick. So I'm on to Cincinnati. This is what Skip promised on his show. So Smith and ESPN's first take widening their commanding lead over Skip Bayless and FS1. As of June, first take, their audience, 421,000 viewers, 2.7 times more than Undisputed at 154,000 viewers, right? Different animal, right? So Skip also took shots as Charles Barkley. This is kind of funny. He said, Charles Barkley will be my dream debate partner on Undisputed. I would dive out of bed every morning out here in L.A., 2 o'clock in the morning to get to work with Charles. Please, Charles, please come and please work with me, this damn idiot. What a joy it would be to do battle with you live, Charles Barkley, on television. Barkley on record saying he wants to work less now that he's 60. Skip offered to pay Barkley's salary to join the show. Okay, blah, blah, blah. So now... He's talking about Barkley. He's talking about LeBron. He's he's doing all his things, his antics, right? And he's not going to be on the show until August 28th. So here's the summation of it. They think that it was just dumb. This was so dumb that they had the best partner in Shannon Sharp. There are three stars in morning debate. Skip, Stephen A, and Shannon, and Fox had two of them. 
All right, now they're down to Skip Bayless, and it seems like scrambling to find a partner. So let's talk about this. What's really going on? I don't think that they're in trouble, FS1 Undisputed. I am going to start there. They're not going to be in trouble. I know too many cats that will do this job. I know too many cats that is like interested in doing this job. Will they get the phone call? Will it work out through the negotiations? That's a different conversation. But I don't think they're in trouble. But it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what they feel. Because right now, the way that they're acting, they're acting like they're in trouble. Let me tell you why. It's almost like in football. Um, Skip is running his trick plays, his antic plays. The LeBron, oh, come on, Charles, let's talk some stuff now. The antic plays, you're running your trick plays in the beginning of the game, in the first quarter. You don't run your trick plays then. Why? You got to set people up. You got to set the opponent up. Then you run your trick plays, right? So he running these trick plays, not only in the beginning of the first quarter, he running them in pregame, not only for the opponent to see, but for the world at large to see. Plus, y'all, fans, me, fans, our viewing habits are more fickle than people know. Do you understand? If you take a break from me, oh, you may lose me, not because I don't love you, because I just got into a different groove, or, or maybe found something else. I give it to you like they do in football. It takes forever to get in shape, and it takes no time to get out of it. It takes forever to win over a crowd, win over audience and viewers, and it takes no time to lose them. So be careful if you skip Bayless right now. So y'all answer this in the comments. Undisputed in trouble? Y'all think that Skip having a problem finding a partner in the last two months is going to widen the gap between first take? Or are they going to hit the ground running when they come back August 28th? Look forward to your comments right there. See what you guys got to say about this. The way I'm sounding is like Tony Montana over here because my voice, I'm losing my voice, so I use this spray. The spray gets stuck right here. I got to sniffle it up. Look like I'm in Hollywood doing lines, and I'm not. So got love for you guys, man. Thanks for bearing with me, man. Marcellus White never shut up. This is somebody's book, and I know who it is. I'm going to tell you guys later. Thanks for the love on Brinks. Reach. Aha. Why does the world in YouTube? Now let's get to funk up some comments. Funk up some comments, yeah. Funk up some comments. We got some comments right here. I'm getting tired of reading y'all handles, so because it's visually there, y'all just run with it because y'all got some whack handles. Who the hell? 688.44 buff. I'm like, I ain't reading all that no more. All right, I'm just going to get to the meat of the conversation. So let's talk about Jalen Green yesterday in that viral video of him doing the Humpty Dance to his boy. Here's your chance. This is your death to do the hump. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Let's talk through it. All right, he can tap who he wants to tap. But that was fruity as hell, LOL. Still, he's living his life. Who are we to judge? He's a grown man, so mind your biz. Props, Mr. Wiley. Someone else says, my boy. Marcellus really showing his age right now. He said, Pecker, what in the 70s porn is going on? Y'all are silly. Um, let me just say this about Jalen Green in summation again. Um, I, I've, I've never been the one that liked people who went on pursuit that always said you're acting like because sometimes people say you acting like you white. Sometimes people say you acting soft. And sometimes people say you acting gay. And I'm like, dog, one, even if you are, is that the worst thing you can do? Whatever you want to say, acting like. But two, why are you such on the hunt to discover that I am? Like, do y'all know gay people? Like, you can't walk up to every gay person and know who they are. And then you can't be a watchdog or a sniff hunting dog. Like, 
smell gay to me. Like, you can't do that. So why are you wasting your mental space trying to figure out what somebody's doing? Now, that said, Jalen Green video, yeah, you look at it, you're like, all right, you trying to say something? Because actions speak louder than words. But even if he is saying it, my whole stance was, who gives a damn? Every single dude I've ever met was a little kid that was nasty, that did crazy stuff. And then as an adult in the locker room, especially, and I saw a few comments that said this, we get a little weird. <laughs> like we go places, crazy places that are just more of us being immature mob mentality, just boys being boys rather than always suggesting something greater. That's all I got to say about it. All right, let's get to Chad Johnson and Cameron. Oh, dipset, dipset. Ow, damn, I love that dude. Put Cam with Skip. Hell nah. I wonder if Cam could crush it without the N-word. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. His N-word placement, which I don't use, which I don't condone, but I'm also not gonna sit here and grandstand. It's not my crusade. He says it, and he says it, and it really helps him speak and kill topics. Without it, I'm already like, Cam, what else are we doing? But he does have some knowledge, but ain't no way that's happening. Don't respond, Chad. Nah, Chad, do you, Chad? Chad always responded. When he played, he would send out a signal. Then he would show up and bring the noise. Bring the noise once you're off that fast. Let's get to Chris Russo. Adam Silver made ESPN fire Jeff Van Gundy. I believe it 100%. He's correct. Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy are the craziest team in all of NBA presenting with Mike Breen. Their chemistry can't be replaced. I used to very often watch games that they called that I didn't even care about, only because they were calling it. It's stupid. You ain't lying there. I used to do the same thing. LOL. Next thing we're going to hear is ESPN has let go of Mad Dog Russo today. <laughs> the Grim Reaper going to show up because he talked trash about the full letters. I hear you. I hate conspiracy theories, though this one could hold weight. Van Gundy was entertaining, but extremely critical of all things NBA to extent of get off my lawn criticism. You know what I did here and read? Think that, um... There was a story out there about his, his brother, Stan Van Gundy, who was about to get the job on NBA Countdown. And Bill Simmons talked about this, I, I hear. And all of a sudden, because the NBA was like, nah, don't let him do that. That's too big a show, and he don't like us, and we, don't, we ain't good like that. Supposedly, allegedly, that he didn't get that opportunity. So it seems like there's something to this one a little more than others. Uh, oh, and then another one, another good one. Playmaker. Remember when Playmaker, that show came out? It was about the NFL, but it really went salacious, talking about the drug use. and think somebody did cocaine at halftime, all random. It's just crazy. It made the NFL look really bad. Guess what? It only had one season on ESPN. I wonder why. think they got that phone call right there. So let's get into it right now. My last one, Wally's World. You love today's rap, question mark. Somebody said, today's rap is awful, but Tom McDonald been killing it. Okay, I don't know today's rap to the fullest, but I've never heard of Tom McDonald. Call me old, call me out of touch. Yeah, yeah, just call me. I don't know who that is, but today's rap has shifted more, or have I shifted more? You know, like, it's some bangers out there. Don't get it twisted. I throw on my iTunes and just go through the search and put on one of them lists. Like, it's lit. Y'all ever see that playlist? It's lit. That <laughs> sucker there. I'll be like, God dang, I feel like I'm 19 again, but... I don't think rap is worse. I just think I'm different. I ain't trying to hear all that and go through all that. And I do think in general, there's a little less focus on the skill of lyrics and a little more just on the bang and the beat and the tone. 
which is not always the best product. All right, y'all, let's get into what's the best part of this show. Funk up some comments. Get out of here. Time to bring in a Wiley's World member, and you too can be this Wiley's World member. Let's bring in Cobra Toja, who is who is starting to get a reputation as being not just a contributor, but a star on this show. Salute to you, Cobra. What you got going, no, brother? Hey, nah. hey, thank you once again for being here. Today is F, F, F Friday. Three Fs mm. because, because I got a fierce question that might bring a teardrop or two. A fun question as always, and my favorite, a food question. <laughs> All right, let's go. Yeah, her, her, All right, her. so <laughs> the fierce one. So I knew when football ran its course for me and it was time to, you know, hang it up and just focus on getting my degree. But I'm sure many people don't really know it happens at different times. Some people on their own, like Barry Sanders, and some people are kind of forced. When did you recognize that it was time for you to hang up the cleats? And how about most other athletes out there? What do you think? Oh, great question, man. Um, for me, I realized it when I couldn't recover from the last injury I had, which was <sighs> when I was in Dallas, I was coming off of a shoulder slash my abdominal wall tear, and I wasn't better. And no matter what I did in rehab, I couldn't get better for whatever reason. Frankly, I'm not going to call the doctor out. Look, I'm not suing you. I'm not mad. But I recovered. I had a I had a back surgery and had 10 and a half sacks that year. Uh, the next year, I had a broken foot, didn't practice one time, had 13 sacks. When I got that ab abdominal wall tear, I had six sacks, but I missed a lot of games. I was still okay, but I never recovered. Then it went three sacks, then it went zero. And I always looked like, damn, man, did he do my surgery perfectly or did I rehab perfectly? And to this day, my hip irritates me. So the point being, what they had to do is go inside and since my abdominal wall was torn, and he said post-surgery, it was the worst one he's ever operated on. Why? Because I kept playing through it a game or so. Like, ah, I could do it. I was misdiagnosed with bilateral growing strain. Don't want to bore you. They put a mesh wall, and they got to attach it to your hips. So I got mesh in here instead of a six-pack, right? That doesn't explain the gut. It just tells you what I was going through. Um... I net dog. When I say I went from having the sixth gear to fourth gear max, that's what happened. And it, that's a big regret of mine because I was like, damn, why can I stay healthy? If I'm playing that well, always hurt. Imagine if I was healthy, what I would have done. I would have destroyed it. But right. that's for fantasy land. So I knew in Dallas, my best days were behind me and it was time to end it. But Jacksonville gave me too much money for a paid vacation because I was a good locker room dude. And they're like, make a play or two. We don't care. So I stuck with it. Most guys don't want to want to stop because they don't know what else to start. They don't know what's next. They ain't thought about it yet, right? They ain't had that foresight. And I was blessed to go to Columbia, which forced me to see 99.99% of the people around me. Ambition is to be successful. A lot of them going to be, but none of them thinking about it playing football. None of them thinking about it using their body. All of them thinking about it using their brain. So I always had to think ahead. In part, going to Columbia, I thought ahead, instead of going to a football factory. In part, leaving Columbia in the NFL, I thought ahead. What I'm going to do after? Broadcasting. Doing broadcasting for 20 years, I had to think ahead. Uh, FS1 and I, maybe me doing normal, traditional. It's time to get out of that space, maybe. 
So I'm always thinking ahead whether I'm right or wrong. I'm going to bet on myself. All right. Cool. So the fun one now. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, I was given the name Cobra by like my third or fourth game freshman season. But before that, I gave myself a nickname, right? And it was based off of my hype music. So, you know, I, I used to always listen to all the current bangers, of course. But then there was one one in particular that, you know, really got me fired up before I walked out there. Um, you know how Javon Kirst was the freak? Oh, yeah. I was Thriller, right? I would bump. You know, MJ's got to be starting something. Too hard to get yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, that would yeah. get me fired up. <laughs> yeah. Hell I used to yeah. go out there with, yeah. with, with one glove, even. One glove out there thinking I'm Thriller. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but, but what about you? Did you have <laughs> did, you, yeah. did you have like a song, an artist, or just whatever was popping at the time? Dog, every one of my teammates that are watching this right now already answered this. And uh, so my claim to fame to the NFL is not going to the Hall of Fame, not shattering any sack records, none of that. But there is one thing I pioneered, stadium music. I was a real DJ in 1997 when I got drafted, bought my turntables. I already was DJing, but I didn't have my own equipment. I was doing everything I could. That was the first purchase I made. Why is that important? Because then I was making mixtapes for my teammates in Buffalo. And then one of them said, dog, take it to the PA announcer and let them play it before the games. I was like, they ain't going to do that. They're like, mm -hmm. if you make it a clean version, you will. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. And I did it. And they were like, sure, as long as it's clean. And so we used to go out to, I want some old time rock and roll. You know, that was pregame back in then. You know, doom, doom, chop. We will rock you, like all that. And then all of a sudden, you heard thong, 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 some Master P. And Cash was like, so then the opposing team starts saying, dog, why y'all music different than ours? They're like, Wiley over there doing the tapes. Get, get one of the CDs from Wiley. So then I start lacing other team, and then they just start doing it themselves. Everywhere we went, it was gone. That was my pioneering. Here's the reason... Uh, here's the answer to your question. Let me give it to you like this. One song in particular, and everybody knows it. I got to San Diego, and not only was everybody playing rap, but we took it to another level. And Mystical came out with, there I go, whatever the hell. It it was, and so the whole stadium, when they were like, and introducing your San Diego Charger, boom, 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 wow, wow, and the smoke, and then every player will lose their damn mind. There I go, there I go, there I go, there I go. Running out the smoke and literally be so tired that nobody ran down on kickoffs. <laughs> like we just burnt, we just just falling out. But that was our song. Like that, that era, that Ooh. mystical, it hit hard. Oh man, that's fun times, yeah. man. Uh, <laughs> flashback, flashback. So, Stop right. playing with me, Cobra. So yeah. All right, so now, you know, like I said, my favorite, got to talk about food. You already shared the sushi spot that y'all went to, the hole in the wall. But uh, I don't even know if you're a steak person or not, but if you are, do you have, like, a go-to steakhouse, like, that you know is just the best, the best that you ever had? Oh, man, that is a great question. Um, I can start from now and try to go back. Um, Right now, there's a place called Catch Steak in L.A. on La Cienega. Uh, silly. Really good. Like, I love it. Um, before that, my all-time, I, I, I keep trying to avoid it, but it is the best steak 
I ever had. And I don't know if it's the best steak, but it's the best steak I had. Roof Chris, you catch a Roof Chris in the right place. Good Lord. Then you throw them yep. with that sweet potato casserole with it. Good Lord. Oh, I love me a Roof Chris. But I mean, I've had, I love steaks. So I've had so many top dogs that, or I should say top cows. Let me stop. Um, so then I'm like, yo, those are the best. But Roof Chris, there's been moments because they pour too much butter on there and put too much salt on there. You're like, ah, ah, ah. That and cat steak right now is my favorite. What you got? Hey, uh, no, Ruth Chris, when it comes to flavor, that's my number one. That's my number one. But when it comes to ambiance and all that, Mastro's, uh, it's just beautiful. The steak is good, you know, but when it comes to flavor, Ruth Chris. But I'm going to check out that cat spot. It's called Cat's, what? Catch, yeah, Catch Steak. It's where Britney Spears oh, okay. got slapped, but the one in L.A. Oh. <laughs> she got slapped in Vegas one, but the, the one in L.A. I need to stop playing. I'm going to see her. And she's going to be like, wow. Uh, <laughs> All love, man. All right, Appreciate man. You, Cobra, good brother. segue, Go. man. Have a good one. Oh, man. Much love to Cobra. He brings it out of me, man. Always gets love. And you know who else brings love out of me? My man, Mikey P. Superstar Mikey P in the building. Let's bring in Mikey P. Let me do my banner white. How you do it? Which way? That way? All right, that way. <laughs> Come on. Turn over Mikey <laughs> P. What's up, brother? Well, you know what time it is. It's Friday, so it's Rapid Fire Friday. Bah, bah, which bah, means... Bah, let's go. There you go. Firework. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Three <laughs> minutes, and I'm going to get in as many questions as I can. Hopefully 10. That'll be great. So, you ready? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. All right. Here we go. What's the craziest thing you've ever done to attract a female? Craziest thing i ever <laughs> done? get you in trouble. Um, Oh, I bought a, I wrote a $50,000 check to this one girl for tuition, which I'm sure she didn't go to school with. Um, that was kind of wild because after I did it, we quickly broke up thereafter. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, all right. LaMelo Ball says he's going for MVP next season. Does he have over under 25% chance? Oh, I'm way over. That sucker there. Not only is he a baller, going to get the numbers, staying healthy, and he does it with sizzle. Like, that sucker got a freaky game that you don't see everywhere. Little and one flair to it that I think you take him over the top. Let's see it. All right. What's a lesson that took you a long time to learn? Uh, probably one I still haven't learned. Um, uh, <laughs> to, to, to let people lie in front of me so that we can keep the peace. Like, I'm not a good keep the peace person. I tell you the truth. I won't let you lie to me. I don't care where we could be at the funeral. I'm like, hey, bro, like, come on, dog. You ain't got to lie about it. Like, and I do that too much. It's almost like it's my crusade for everyone to keep it real. You ain't got to keep it 100 all the time. Sometimes 99 works and I won't let it go. <laughs> all right. Perk said to be considered a successful first season. Victor Webayana or Webayana would need to make the all-star game. Agree or disagree? I messed that up bad, too. D yeah, disagree. Uh, man, I hate when these dudes start doing this hyperbole. Is this a is this is a make or break season for Dak Prescott? Whatever it is, he, he can suck. He can win the Super Bowl. He coming back the year after. He gonna be all right. Like, don't set this dude up with these stupid expectations. Like, he got to win real year with him. No, I disagree with that. He's a rookie, man. All right, what was your last impulsive purchase? Wow. It's been a minute. Um, ooh, Mikey, I might not. I, I, I let that go. 
I let I used to be so impulsive with every I stopped playing. I don't I, uh, everything I want. I, I take my time now. Um, me, 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 me. I have nothing. First strikeout. <laughs> oh, too much. Right. Oh, you know what? I, last time I went to Vegas, no, a few times ago I went to Vegas with my boys. Last boys trip I went on, I spent too much money. Like, like way too much money. $30,000 or so. But they chipped in. Damn. They chipped in. All right, they chipped in. All right. All right, would your 12-year-old self think you were cool? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I really was a nerd, and I really was just about ball and my family. I really was like, I was the kid that you would tease, except be careful teasing me, because you know I'm already pretty good at stuff. But it was like, I was not fresh. I had holes in my shoes, and I was just like, didn't care about dressing. I didn't care about <laughs> girls. So now, all, woo, all the girls I've known, hey, honey, um, man, all the people, all, yeah, yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> all right, oh, my it? friend, well, that is all. Yeah, that was that was a quick three minutes today. I'll admit it. I don't know. They must have sped up the clock over there at Brinks. <laughs> that's love. I appreciate you, big dog. We got topics too, right. or that's it for you, Fathom. What? Uh... Oh, it's up to you. You want one? I no. got one. No, no, we gotta get out of here. We got Friday swag away, and we got wild. Yes, Lizzle. sir. And I ain't got and I ain't got no voice. So let's do it. Appreciate you, Mike. Mike P. P. Out of here. All right, let's get out of here. Oh man! All right. So it's time for some confetti to fall. Oh, here we go. All right, you know it's Friday swag away. So now it's time for a book to come into the picture and for us to declare our winner. You know what our winner's name is? I do. His name is Nick Pace. Nick Pace. Nick Pace. Nick Pace. Oh, yes. Nick Pace, this book about to be in your face, Nick Pace. What did you do? You're going to get this book, big dog. Much love to you for your support as a Wiley World member. I'll tag it up. Mikey P going to get in contact with you to tell me what to write on the page. I got you. I appreciate the love, Nick Pace, Wiley's World member and winner of Never Shut Up Friday Swag Away. All right, y'all. Y'all know how we finish every show. We finish it with a Wileyism. Yeah. <laughs> Want to move millions? Whisper to one. Man, I remember when I felt this one. Now I was like, damn it. That's how you approach it. That's how you do it. Because a lot of times we want to approach things from the big picture and then get to where we are. I tell you guys all the time this story. My dad saw me overwhelmed when I was a teenager. What's wrong, son? I said, Daddy, you know, I got this, 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 this crazy schedule. I'm, I'm waking up at 5 in the morning. I'm going to bed at 10 o'clock at night. I'm at school at 6 o'clock before the even custodians are there. Ah, pity party. I, I took a trip to the pity city. He was like, you ain't going to stay there, right? So he said, um, how long is the marathon? I said, Daddy, it's 26.2 miles. Don't mess with me. I run track for a living. He said, okay, if you took one step, how long is the marathon now? I said, 26.1. He's like, ah. And basically the story is just take the step in front of you. Just reach out to the person next to you. You want to make something a movement? Move the person next to you, right? That one person. And it's crazy, the power of influence, because it's just like dominoes falling. You're here. And then once you fall, 
and talk and they talk and then next thing you know you got the movement you desire not just the movement in terms of some program or something you want to do outwardly how about the movement within you to get going just go to the gym you know just eat right that next meal and don't be so damn hard on yourself if you ever fall down get back up and keep knocking them down one at a time so that's always been my mindset I want to do so many grand things right and I'm in the process of doing them but I also always realize that for you the viewers fans all the support I'm getting if I want to move millions whisper to one all right y'all that'll do it for more to it check the show notes for all the information on our topics today today want to keep the conversation going let's talk find me on all socials at Marcellus Wiley more to is a production of Dan Patrick Productions, Dad Dude Entertainment and Workhouse Media. Show is executive produced by Dan Patrick, Marcel Swally, Paul Anderson, and Nick Pinella. Thanks for all the love, ratings, and subscriptions, and reviews, membership to Wally's World on YouTube. Keep it coming because there's more coming for more to it. Talk to y'all hella soon. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.